Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing, is with us. Brought to you by Vacuuman. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? I haven't seen you for a long time. Well, I was going to say, seen me for a long time, heard me for even longer. I miss yeah. you, Bill. It's so good to have you back. I'm it is. Doing very it's great well. to be. Great to be back. Thanks so much. Uh, boy, there's a lot to talk about here. We've already had some discussions <laughs> on the program about Huawei, and we're going to get into that and some security stuff. But uh, let's talk about what everyone else is feeling these days, Adam. Sweat. It's hot. It's yeah. humid. Uh, but there's a, there's a, a new app. Of, I, I just love this idea here right now that basically analyzes your sweat and tells you whether or not you're healthy. Well, if you're going to sweat, you might as well make it worth your value to understand what's going on. I mean, if you're going to perspirate, you know, get some get some very good understanding of the value of what that sweat is. Uh, so first and foremost, University of California in San Diego have a sensor, and it's got two purposes that makes this really, really cool, Bill. The first one is that it acts like a, uh, a sticky substance. So it kind of fits underneath a smartwatch, your Apple Watch, your Android. And, and what it does is it attaches to your wrist uh, and or it could be on your arm, for that matter. And what it does is it, it actually will then track the levels of glucose, uh, choline, lactate, uh, the nutrients, the growth nutrients, or the body that turns food into ener- energy. Uh, it can give you a very good indication as to how well your body is burning and, and generating these, these levels uh, of, of uh, nutrients. So why that's good is because, I don't know about you, Bill, but I'm one of these guys that like just eats, you know, keeps eating Doritos and goes, Going, wait a minute, I only ate half the bag. Why am I gaining weight? This is actually going to give me an understanding clearly that my nutrients and my, my body levels are probably not uh, pro- uh, properly digesting or creating the proper nutrients. Um, so two factors. One, it's a sticky adhesive. And why I say that's cool is the fact that you're sweating. And I don't know about you, but if you ever put a Band-Aid on while you're kind of like sweating, it sometimes on peels or so forth, this is apparently, it, it, it sticks stronger the, the more you sweat. And it, it registers, monitors it, and gives you a good reading that you can keep on your app so you can keep a, a better knowledge of how well your, uh, your body's producing these nutrients. Good stuff. Uh, listen, I've told you in the past, I'm always a little nervous about online shopping and e-commerce. Because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm not sure of myself with stuff like this. And you, you dug up a story about one guy. I thought I was going to have problems with this. this. This guy ended up buying 28 cars. 28 model Tesla three uh, vehicles online. I mean, obviously, Tesla is a very advanced vehicle, uh, modern company, innovative, that you can select your choices, download your features. I mean, uh, it, it comes with all sorts of array of things. But when we talk about e-commerce in our COVID world we're living in, um, in this case, this gentleman went in and, and he was ready to take this new adventurous moment of, I'm going to buy a Tesla. Not only did he buy one, he bought 28 of them, not on his own error, um, but it was a bit of a glitch on, on the Tesla website and I guess it kept refreshing and I don't know about you but sometimes if you're online you're making purchases it says don't touch your browser don't hit refresh I guess there was a bug in the system and it just kept refreshing the order so when it was all said and done his card or however he was purchasing it declined because I guess he didn't have enough uh, credit um, so that's eventually maybe he could have bought 50 of them but uh, Tesla had claimed they have resolved the issue they fixed it so this is the reality of what we're talking about, Bill, when it comes to online purchasing. E-commerce is a great, phenomenal way, but, you know, when you're going to be making your purchases, just remember to be careful. There's been a lot of complaints about your credit card and how it's being stored online. Um, When you're using accounts, I want to really encourage all the listeners, 
please try not to use that feature. As great and convenient as it is because you go to Just Eats and you like to order from that pizza place or otherwise, just keep in mind that that active credit card is is now in your account with a login and a password in cases like Tesla ordering many cars, you could be uh, facing yourself in a, in a situation where you're arguing with the credit card company to get your return on the money. So keep that in mind. Well, and also let's, as we've talked about many times in the past, don't, don't forget the idea that as long as that's there, uh, it can get hacked. Uh, and, and, you know, somebody <laughs> could be buying 500 pizzas or 28 Teslas and charging them to your card. <laughs> That's a wake-up call on your statement when you open that when you open the mail that day, isn't it, Bill? I mean, that's exactly. the moment where it's like I didn't even get to drive it, and I and I, <laughs> and, I and I own twenty-eight of these. What's going on with Google? Google, and there's been a lot of scrutiny, and you and I have talked about this in the past many times, that Google and Facebook and you know Amazon, for that matter, all the social medias have been very, very rewarding in the fact that they've been taking, uh, like, chorus media, global media, when we discuss, uh, you know, uh, proper journalists, um, like when we take Shona taking the news, doing her due diligence, and fact checking a lot of this detail. Google has been rewarded because they share this ad, they share this information, and they sell advertising for it. Well, it's now been official uh, that Australia, Germany, and Brazil are now going to be monetizing the content that journalistic writers, or uh, in this case, if in the radio, was broadcasting and it was shared. Google will be paying now these publishers and media uh, individuals uh, for their news sharing. Now, this is a great situation, and I think it hasn't come to Canada yet, but I certainly hope we'll see that alter. But Google may be soon, and under the uh, CRTC, there's been a lot of scrutiny under that. We may be seeing Google and Facebook needing to start contributing and paying some of the uh, the, the, the serious players uh, in regards to their advertising. So it's great news in Europe. It just started, and I can expect that hopefully by the end of this year, a lot of uh, public broadcasters uh, like Global Media, CHML, should be able to be compensated if that information is shared by Google. All right, we in the program uh, just a couple hours ago, we were talking about the Chinese government and some of these Chinese companies that are doing some really wacky things uh, to North American businesses. And you dug up another example of this. This says what to do with the, uh, is this is a software program for income taxes? That's right, yeah. So if you're a company operating in China, the Chinese bank force Western companies that operate now, as we know, in Hong Kong, but even in China directly, they were making them use the software. That software was intended uh, to be keeping track of exactly what operations were going on, what money was being uh, entered. So every time a purchase was made or anytime somebody was being paid, uh, the software was getting a back door for the government. So there would never be something that would be uh, you weren't responsible for disclosing to the government. The government with the software that was mandated by corporations to have would give them a backdoor access. So they, they could just sign in and, and it wasn't supposed to do anything other than give them access to see what's going on. Well, apparently after a security company did a little digging and it's pr- further proof to all of the uh, situations happening right now with China software and the government is that there's a malware in there. And what it does is it skims a little bit of money. Think of it as just a few cents, rounds up, rounds down. And that money is being uh, uh, skimmed out of the corporations. Now, if you take a look at it and lose five cents here or there, but times that over multiple millions of transactions, there is uh, millions of dollars that could be uh, uh, skimmed from proper legal corporations to the Chinese government. Now, the Chinese government is claiming that that is not the case at all. It is not a situation, and there's been no proof that they are 
they're pulling money or cents out of this program. But the fact remains that if you want to operate in China, Hong Kong or otherwise, you're going to need to install this software. So I think it brings more credibility to the concerns that are happening right now. Well, uh, since we're going to talk about Chinese involvement in some of these things, we just have to talk about Huawei. I think we do just about every week. The uh, Federal <laughs> Communications uh, Commission, that's the FCC, that's the American equivalent of RCRTC, uh, has officially announced that Huawei is a security concern. Well, thank you, Captain Obvious. This is a real shock to you, didn't it? I was stunned. I was I was baffled, honestly. I, I was uh, like, what? That's crazy. What do you mean? I'm going to have to trade in my Chinese phone, my Huawei phone for something else? Yeah, that's huge news. And you know what? We're seeing that come down. The hammer's coming down really hard right now on anything associated with Chinese applications and hardware. I mean, even this morning, Bill, uh, Vodafone, which is in the United States, uh, under this new ruling under the FCC with, uh, with the 5G electronics, or and it's not even just the 5G anymore. They're now coming after anything Huawei made. Anything Huawei uh, has used, if your corporation is providing any equipment for any government body or any kind of authoritative uh, operations, um, as an example, like I said, Vodafone, is used in many, many police stations and a lot of public servant offices in the United States, and a lot of it is equipment that has got components of Huawei. Well, they're going to be told under this new ruling in the United States that they're going to have to change it or they're going to lose the contract. So this is not a small, hey, no problem, Huawei cell phones aren't going to be used anymore. This is going to go even deeper because Huawei's been around for a few years and there's a lot of companies across the United States right now that use components of Huawei um, and other Chinese manufacturers for that matter, and a lot of it is they're starting to get a lot more aggressive on that. I, I anticipate, and this isn't real yet, Bill, but I believe that we've heard a lot about TikTok. My, predict, my prediction is that as India has shut off TikTok, as the U.S. has claimed concerns about TikTok, it won't be a matter of time until any Chinese software will be completely uh, uh, not available or accessible in North America by the end of this year. Well, you saw that thing, what was it, I forget what they posted, I think it was on Facebook, said, uh, you know, if it's on TikTok, the Chinese government's reading it. Uh, so you've got to be concerned about that. Speaking of which, uh, the hack of the week. Sadly, there's a, a story always every week now of, of some major company that gets uh, busted into, and uh, this is a rather interesting one. Well, yeah, the hack of the week this week goes to the 200 U.S. police departments uh, that were public. They had it online. All their information is uh, now available. There's about 300 gigabytes of data that has been stolen. Um, and now these leaked documents, and this is really, really uh, uh, disappointing, Bill, because there's 1 million files, which include video, emails, audio files. These are actual evidence cases that have yet to be used in a court. Um, these deleted files are now... Uh, we're 10 years worth that matter, um, include even FBI security bulletin, enforcement guidelines. Um, these files have personal information, even bank account, phone numbers that the police have had to use for the case of investigative uh, elements. Well, they have been hacked, and now this information could be uh, opening up a gateway that could possibly even throw out a lot of legitimate cases. So, again, when we take a look at our security, um, this one's a very big one, and I'm willing to bet that we're going to hear a lot of situations depending on what the case is may be thrown out in court very soon i always like to get a couple of stories like this about some of the great uh, medical work that's going on and some of the innovations going on and this week it's at uh, john hopkins university 
Yeah, this one's really, really cool. I mean, we've been talking about the advancement of innovation and technology, and, you know, we talk about, you know, all the things that we're advancing quickly uh, with artificial intelligence. This one is a leap beyond belief. So this new element is a prosthetics that actually is attached to the body, and not only just attached, not just kind of sets on your shoulders. It, it creates a robotic arm, but it connects to the nerve endings in your arm. And with that, why I share that with you is that because your brain in those nerve endings control when you squeeze your arm, when you lift your uh, forearm, when you make a fist, when you grab items. Um, and why I say that is because, you know, with older prosthetics, there was always an ability to make it work. This one uses the actual nerve endings. And that connection with the body is a game changer. Um, so it would be no more uh, uh, looking or trying to concentrate and use the motor uh, elements in it. It actually would use very much like we do today, um, you know, moving your hands, moving your arms, gripping items. This could put a lot of prosthetics in a whole level that you would never lose or feel like you've lost your arms or your hands or anyone in that matter. So it's very exciting to see this advancement, and it's, it's just in the discovery phase. It's just being prototyped, but it is working. They've had about 10 test cases so far, and, I mean, watching it in action, it's actually quite emotional when you see people that haven't had – you know, use of their arm ever in some cases, now being able to feel and move and, and operate as if they've had it all their lives. What's this uh, little glitch going on with LinkedIn right now when you're uh, typing on your phone? Well, LinkedIn, Reddit, there's a lot of them out there. I only use LinkedIn because that was the one that I felt needed a little attention in today's discussion. But LinkedIn and all of them, if you got an iPhone, be prepared. Apparently, and they're aware of it, with the new upgrade of iOS 14, which is coming out this fall, the uh, the all of the applications – what they do is they're able to read under this new feature under Apple that uh, when you copy something. So, for example, say you want to copy, uh, you know, a sentence you wrote on your iPhone or maybe you wrote it on your Mac computer and you want to instantly have it on your other devices. Well, that little glitch is that LinkedIn and all of, all of your applications are able to read it. And so what that means is everything you're typing, say you copy a password, and that's where the security comes in. Say you're typing your password and you want to copy it to uh, your iPad or for whatever reason. Um, what happens is LinkedIn and all the apps have access to that. Not only do they have access to it, they can see everything you're typing, and it's sending it to a server off in the cloud. So uh, LinkedIn and all these applications have indicated that, yes, we're aware of it. We're working with Apple. And how it became discovered is Apple has on, uh, launched their new transparency feature, which means applications that have access to files and information will now tell the user. So when people were using LinkedIn, it was saying, please be advised, everything you're typing is being stored and saved on LinkedIn servers. So they got caught a little bit with their pants down, and they're going to be fixing it. But right now, keep that in mind. It's, it's a little bug, and all the applications are working to resolve it. Got about a minute left here. I want to talk to you about this uh, new feature with BMW. Actually, you can pay on a monthly basis for some of the, uh, the add-ons in your car. Yeah, this is, this is really the advancement of where we're seeing vehicle development today, Bill, and that is that when you buy your vehicle, Tesla had that for a while. Now we're seeing it roll out with BMW. The thing with Tesla is when you buy it, you get the rights to it. So say you want to create a feature like supercharge in Tesla. It may be $4,000, but you bought it. It now comes with that car as long as you're the user. However, BMW is taking that same principle, but now they're making it a subscription feature. So let's just say – 
your car could have heated seats, cooled seats. Maybe you've got uh, a feature in the back with a DVD player. Um, if you want any of these upgraded features, you can pay for it in a subscription model. Kind of like, remember when you used to get TV channels and you pay for the Super Channel or whatever? Yeah. You could upgrade for that movie. Well, now BMW says, hey, you want heated seats? No problem. It's only eight ninety nine a month. Um, now, that's a kind of annoying because let's just say you miss a payment. You've got no more features in your car. Um, here's the good news, though. Say you don't need heated seats and it's 40-degree temperature. You can stop your subscription, and you might save a few money. So it's a bit of a different element, but I'm willing to bet if this is accepted, I'm willing to see a lot of the automob- automobile companies saying, here's your shell of a car, and if you want air conditioning, that's an extra two, $2.99 a month. If you want to turn up the volume on your radio, that's an extra $4 a month, <laughs> and it could add up pretty high. All right, I got excuse because I know you love robots. Uh, this one about this California hotel with this new robot. Oh, come on, Bill. This is amazing. This is the future. And you know I get tickety-boo all over this stuff when I see a robot yeah. that is capable in a, in a hotel that can deliver your food, deliver your baggage. This is probably the wave of the future of hospitality. And uh, a hotel in California have a robot, of course, called Rosé. Huh? How cliche punny is that? Mm-hmm. So they've got this robot that will arrive to your room. Uh, it comes in a, a, a nice bucket. Your product is completely delivered, and it's got automated using Alexa and this is a big thing I see in hospitality where robots are you can now check in and a robot will stare talk to you will guide you through all of the elements you can experience a robot arrives put your baggage on the robot it delivers it to your room and in your room you can now use a robot that can deliver room service it can provide you excursion information I believe in the next five years Rosé in the winery hotel is just one example of how all hospitalities and hotels will be in the future Adam Oldfield and Tech Talk. We do this every Friday, 1135, brought to you by Vacuuman. Have a great weekend. We'll talk again next week. Perfect. Thanks, Bill. Take care. Okay. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.